up, everybody? We're back at the Par Bar. You're on Hot Block Radio, powered by Dash. I'm your host, Mr. Rich D. Joining me, as always, Mr. Vince T. Yo, what's up, and everybody? the doctor himself, Dr. Twisted. <laughs> and it's that week. It's PIFA week yeah. here in San Diego, yeah. California. Everyone's exhausted. Everyone's, everyone's excited. <laughs> and everybody's frustrated with each other. Yes. I hate yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's, uh, it's crazy. And so we're going to jump right into it. Cheers. It's a busy week. Real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh man, uh, I kind of feel like I need this one, uh, mainly because what this like beer? A, no, like a decompression oh. session. Yes. Oh yeah. Decompression session. Oh, we, we're gonna have a quarter what? quarterly event of that. Yeah, that's gonna be like the view. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> decompression se- session. Yeah, decompression Say that session. Five times. So uh, decompression session. This week has been crazy. Uh, once again, the nine to five drains you a little bit, but practices have drained me even more. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to get things ready and tightened up, ready for PIFA. I'm also on uh, the PIFA committee for entertainment. And uh, we are also together as a par bar. Mm. We're trying to help out Dang. in certain areas. Um, That's three times involved for you, bro. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of like, uh, so we're, so I'm on the entertainment committee and I'm trying to help people like get their stage plots together. And I, one thing I don't under, think people don't understand mm. is how important a stage plot is right yeah and um i think that's the one thing that as an entertainer you should know you need that oh yeah right like as music as a band music musically you know you know send the stage plot let us get things uh, uh the sound man get things set up but as a performer i think as a dancer in the past you would just be like oh okay i'm gonna go out there and dance as a director, you have to understand like there's other things that are, are playing into um, the complete show, which are stage plots, audio engineers, Shit. right? Like those are huge parts of, of your entertainment. If yeah. the audio sucks, the show sucks. Then who gets blamed? Yeah, yes. the audio guy. Yes, yes, we do. Right? Yes. yes. So, uh, so I've been sending like things out, trying to get people ready. And let me just say that we're not on that level of uh, expertise preparedness. Or, prof- or professionalism where PIFA needs to be sending in stage plots that are readable, not in crayons. <laughs> don't be don't be taking a picture of a napkin <laughs> and write Mike, M-I-K-E. Seriously? Mike. Huh? Seriously, yeah, M-I-K-E? Like, okay, who, what fob just sent me this? <laughs> Oh no, that's where Mike is gonna stand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's, Mike. That's oh, Mike. his name is Mike. Fuck. You know, anyway, so we're getting it all uh, tightened up. I'm trying to get, you know, uh, I I got a lot of things lined up actually, um, and I think it's gonna be go well. The thing about working with within uh, our community, Polynesian, Pacific Islander, uh, Melanesian, Micronesian community, is that if you're a sound engineer and you're from the states, you're like, let's say you're from fucking Wisconsin. You don't know what the hell our instruments are. Oh yeah, yeah no, And so no, when yeah. you're when they're reading your stage plot and it says patete, and they're like, "What in the hell is the fada? Yeah, a titi. Yeah, what is a fiti fiti? Is that from Moana? Yeah, what's a feet feet? And I'm like, Nah, that's it's a it's a little bongo, man. Yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna need a mic above that. And why don't you just call it a little bongo, son? Yeah, yeah, just call it a bongo then, brother. Well, sorry. I mean, goddamn, horse is a horse. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Douglas? Just listen to me, all right? Let's just figure this out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the that's the hard part, I think, right now, uh, entertainment-wise, and that's been what I've been dealing with this week. Um, but, you know, like, that's... It's good stress. But it's exciting, too, though. It is. It's exciting. Because if it all if all goes well, yeah, see it come we together. win... You know what I mean? You, and you go into uh, you go into the next week, and you're just like, "Yeah, man, yep. super excited." So that's the week I've kind of dealt with, uh, Vince. I mean, I'm sure you have to be dealing kind of with this kind of stress. Yeah. Um, your wife is into it. She's she. They perform on Saturday. Saturday, nine thirty. Saturday. Yep. I'm I'm happy that uh, they're first. The yeah. First group. So right then you don't the even kind of relax after that. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. then you just worry about bar bar stuff. Yeah, just like every year, son. But it's still stressful. Um. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see it on her face. I mean, then I, then I got to deal with it. Obviously. Um. I actually went did their um, rehearsal this morning. Everything. Oh. Everything looked good. I mean, from what I know, I mean, I did my job. Yeah. Um. Sound engineer job. Right. 
you know. <laughs> and you know, like like uh, to agree with your point, man. A lot of the back end stuff really helps things flow. Right. Like like stage plots and like actually knowing and following through. Yeah. Like because if you set it up and then don't add, it's my advice to all the groups out there if you're listening, performers or or, or dance groups, don't bring anything extra. Don't. Don't bring it anything. I'm not liking that. Exactly, shit. and and it throws everything off because they're the, the engineers are trying to please the group or right. the act, and you know, uh, believe me, we talk shit behind <laughs> behind the scene. They always they always bring 18 guitar players, and and some of them don't even have uh, pickups. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, I thought you were just gonna throw the mic in the front of my guitar. No, I'm throwing a mic in front of you. Get the fuck off of here. Yeah. God damn, damn it, it, Junior. D- damn it, Rich. <laughs> nah, but yeah, I mean, that's my advice. Follow your stage plot and, and please put thought into it. And, that's, and, I and don't expect it to be done like or without it. Well, well, see, so I have volunteers, and you tell me if this is going to help. All right. Uh, I have volunteers this year. I have a bunch of kids, and I said, all your job is is when the stage gets off, you jump up there, you grab all those that equipment, and you just rush it off stage. They can sort it out later. And then you rush all the new equipment back on stage, and you let them sort it out there. A kid. Hey. Right? That's, yeah, that's a, that's a great so idea. So if I said, hey, boys, this is your stage, or kids, this is your stage plot. When you grab these drums, you put them back up just how you see it on this picture. And then you take all this crap off, and you go put it over there, and you say, hey, all your stuff's over there. And that's, dude, that's a great idea. Right? And then all, as a sound engineer, all you have to do is go up there and say, okay, well, cool. Mike care, Mike care, Mike care. Yeah, I mean, as long as, it, you know, they're going to have to eventually, if they're following the plot correctly, mm-hmm. um, you know, because right. if things move around, then it's harder to move the mics around and stuff like that. But Just right. hope they can read crayon. Yeah, well, yeah, right. You know, I mean, no, I'm <laughs> saying if the map is followed correctly, then yeah, yeah it's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. And if it's done in an efficient time, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You, yeah, you I, I definitely agree. Because I've, I've talked to the sound engineer. I said, hey, we're going to minimize this, this whole downtime crap. And I'm going to get volunteers who are going to run that shit up on stage, break everything down too. So you have yeah, four. Yeah. Not, not me. All right? yeah, not you. Because last year, I, I might as well been part of the damn team. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that's a great idea, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Twisted, you're, you're going to get it ready for, you're in the same boat. Mm-hmm. He's the, one of the drummers here for Urantia in San Diego, California. Um, you've had a busy week. Yes, very busy week. How do you figure that out without with your job though? Like, how do you figure it out? Well, so I'm I'm fortunate enough to have my schedule where I'm off for six days every every couple of weeks. All right, I work eight tens and then I'm off for six. Okay, so my my schedule for the year is pretty much laid out and I can plan around it. Um, you know when PIFA comes up. I'm going to actually be on shift. So months ago, I was able to take some vacation time okay. to cover myself so I could be there for people. Um, and not be at work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'll be on vacation. Days. Nice. So, yeah, I was fortunate. I'm, I'm fortunate in that in that aspect. But, uh, yeah, man, just, uh, you know, I, I'm excited. Obviously, every time we do a show, especially like PFO or CCF, I'm excited for it. Um, right. You know, being a drummer, sitting around the stage and... and you watch the bits and pieces of the show coming together and then when you get to finally see it all put together for the first time yeah it it it's cool right. um it's it's just uh like this show that we're doing here you know just just watching the other day when we put the whole show together and then seeing what it looked like today huge different right you know and but it's just exciting as hell and and knowing the story of the show is right. you know i mean it helps it too right and it's it's an awesome story it, so. it uh and vince i don't know like you watch dancing here and there but uh so today I mean, we actually talk about this on during like uh performances like musician performances okay is that uh it's cool if they just play right if they're just standing there and they're just playing the, the, the songs like cool, they sound exactly how the album sounds. Right. Yeah. But then when they throw like some emotion behind it, you're like, oh shit, that shit is live. Leilani Wolfram, perfect example. Oh, right? got you, got you, got you. Her live show is fucking amazing. Amazing. Her her album's amazing, but her live show yes. is amazing. Right. And she's a performer. I mean, she right. goes up there and performs. She knows you're there to see her live. Exactly. So she's gonna she's gonna bring it live. Yep. And give you a show. And so what I was trying to explain to my dancers. Today, like they're laughing because I was trying to get emotional during the, during an example. 
I said, I don't know what the fuck y'all laughing at. This is the shit you should be doing. You guys are laughing, but this is the way it should look. Uh, I, should, I, I was like, and if I you exactly don't look like this, there's something wrong with what you're selling. Right. Because then I'm not buying it. If you're not pissed off, you're not showing emotion on that stage, it's no longer worth watching. Right. You got to sell that show. Yeah. You got to sell this story. Right. Because everybody's watching you. Yeah. And if you're just, eh, the yeah. crowd is just, the crowd is just going to keep walking around and you're yeah. going to feel stupid. And yeah. Especially with this story here, there has to be that emotion behind there it. There has to be. I mean, the same concept with um, sports. I mean, football team. Like, yeah. you know, you're the head coach. Uh, you're trying to inspire a team and they, they just think you're acting up there. But if they don't go out there and perform right. like how they should, they're going to feel stupid. Yeah. It's just like a, a prime example is a linebacker, right? Um, when they put the emotion and they're trying to charge up their defense uh-huh. and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, that dude's just all talk. Mm-hmm. But then he goes out there and he starts smashing fools and he's all hype. Then you're like, damn, he's a real deal. Let me play just like he's playing. Right. And let me get hyped just like he's hyped. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just how I see it. I I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of your dancers are at what age? I mean, between like 18 and 25, maybe? Yeah, I think like they're the about 15 now. About 15, 15, what do you say? 15, 15 to, 25, maybe? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Now, maybe like running to the 30s. And then everybody else is outside that that, yeah. that frame, right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. the adult, the, I think the ones of age, I mean, like at least past 20, 20 22, 23, yeah, they, yeah. they should have uh, that. Dude, that. Our, so our first gen of dancers, I just hit like 21. Oh shit! Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Our young kids, bro. Like it's it's a. It's, uh, so I don't even think they've hit their their, their peak yet. Their, no, no way. You know what I mean? Like they don't. I think they they're doing it out of routine. Some yeah. of them, but maybe we have a, we have really a couple of dancers the, um, that you're you know you're 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 amazed by and you're waiting for that 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 moment. It's like any other like a sport or something like a musician. You're yeah. waiting for that album to come out where, where they're just like, like damn, yep. that's the one, man. Yep. Um, I still have a couple of dancers that I'm waiting for that moment. And it's I, there. They have yeah. the potential for it. Just but, they, you know, they're scared, man. And, and you know, and reasonably, you know, it's reasonable to be that scared. I mean, for a long time I was. I would always question myself and always go back to my teacher and ask him, ask him, uh, you know, do you think this is all right? Do you think this is all right? And it wasn't until I think that he almost died that I said, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Like, and I just fucking went. I went gun home. Yeah. About dancing, and I just didn't even ask him any questions anymore. Because if he wasn't gonna be here, who the Who's fuck was gonna do it? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so I had those moments. I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm down." And I just took, I took, uh, took the reins. You know, thank, thankfully he, he, he's still alive, and I would love to have him on this show to talk about that kind of moment. But, um, yeah, once we, once that happened, then I couldn't go back under his wing. I don't I, think you should, though. Right. Yeah. And, uh, rightfully so. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's what every teacher... I think your you lesson learned. Yeah. 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 Every, every, every teacher, I think, strives for those moments. You know what I mean? Is is to hold somebody under the wing, and then the minute they fly away, don't ever come back home. Yeah. You know, fly by me, but don't don't fly under me. Remember where you came from. Right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that shit, that could be the next segment we talk about. But before we get there, once again, you're on Island Block Radio Powered by Dash. Wait a minute. Stop what we're doing. Because I got to tell you now what's on my mind. We've been at this for some time. And I just want to know. If your heart is feeling just as strong as mine. Because even though. Some years in this, it's always brand new to me. You see the butterflies, my palms get sweaty, my thoughts and my heart stay heavy. You got this kind of effect on me. So maybe we can, we can sit down and just wind down and speak of all the many reasons why.
brought to you by 56 Hope. Our boys from 56 Hope. They've got a uh, show coming up uh, this Friday. This Friday the 20th. And it's going to be at uh, Latchkey Brewing Company. And that is, that? Lo- that? that is located at... Let me finish, Ben, please. <laughs> it's uh, 1795 Hancock Street, San Diego, over by the sports arena. What'd you say? Uh-huh. What? <laughs> You want some of what? what, what? <laughs> sounds like a good, like, sounds like he's up. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a party already. I'm in there. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> what is it? 17? 1795. H-A-N-C-O-C-K Street. <laughs> Hancock Street. Over behind the sports arena here in San Diego. Cool, man. Oh, I think man. I'm going to go. Yeah, Friday? That's a definite party. That's a definite pre- Oh, man. I okay. don't know. Okay, Wait, okay not. so I have practice six to nine, but I could probably make it up to that. I might stop by. I stop by for a little bit. It's, it's uh, I don't know, man. We might not nah. make it. Six eight thirty. Vince be playing me and shit. It's six eight thirty. So we go. You saying you gonna go somewhere? And Vince like don't ever show. I text him like, hey, where you at? Sleeping. Oh, home. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. But then the the times. Oh, I, I forgot. The time the times I do go, you don't show up. So it's you know. Man, that's one time. Maybe one time. And that was probably a Jordan T concert or a Chloe Kai concert. Shout out to Jordan T for singing the national anthem over at the Beko Park. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucking. You're going there right now? All right. So we're going to talk about music this next segment. <laughs> um, yeah, so actually, I went to Koloi Kai, Fiji, nice. and the Manao Company. Uh, did you get Roman's autograph on your guitar? Uh, no, you know, I, just talk, I did take a couple pictures with them. I got my, uh, my, uh, my uh, Danny Figueroa. Figueroa. It's the, like, Hawaiian fucking comedian who does his fucking shit anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. quick question. Who emceed the event? Um, uh, you know, I don't know. See? You don't, you don't know the person? I don't think anybody emceed it. Now, What's thinking about it. That should have been us. I think they just, like, would, would stop the show and then walk off and walk back on. Next, next show. So well, I've never seen a concert without an MC. So the, yeah. the band's introduced the next band coming up? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. I think so. I mean, I mean... I was in and out, you know what I mean? Like just kind of walking in and in, in and out. Do you know the who the promoter was on it? Hawaii's finest. Hawaii's finest. Yeah. Like so I did meet the I did meet the uh, actual promoter. He was here. He was here, and uh, we talked a little bit. And I asked him about like some stuff on Mauna Kea. Yeah. Um, and all proceeds, not all proceeds, but some proceeds were going to towards the efforts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there, I don't think there was actually an MC there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Is that weird? That's weird, right? Uh, very, because, I mean, the downtime, you don't know when the next band is going to come They would just play up. the music, like a DJ. Like a DJ? I mean, at, at that point, I guess the DJ could do it if he takes the mic over. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. So, it is weird. Let me say, like, uh, it was a cool concert. Um, it was definitely, it was packed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a bunch of people I've never met in my life. So, you know, big shout out to, to Chloe Kai and... Um, their their pool here in, in San Diego, California. I don't think I think he said they haven't toured in like five years, or done a show in five years. Probably been about that long since uh, they were actually here at the same place, the same venue. Yeah, something like that, right? Yep. Yeah, some four or five years. Um, yeah, and it was cool, man. I uh, I saw a lot of people that I've I've uh, known in the past, and you know we just kind of shot the shit, and I got backstage. Um, got to talk to Fiji a little bit. Yeah. Bitch, you see how he slipped that in? What? Got back to you. I know. So, and, uh, just, we, we all know who the Celebrity Connect is on the show. Okay. He well, just slid that in there. It's all right. Well, I didn't slide it in. Like, I got backstage. <laughs> okay. Go right. ahead. Thanks, Rich. So, we got backstage. Got to talk to uh, Fiji. And it was weird because I was going to do this. Um, I was going to record the interview. Uh, but I decided not to. And the reason why I decided not to was because I just wanted to ask Fiji questions. Um, and I didn't want him to think like I was gonna take this uh, interview and wrap it around, yeah. kind of make us split it all yeah, different kind of ways I mean? and make yeah, it look exactly. a certain way. Yeah, so I just want to ask you know him uh, uh, questions. So I, I approached him. He was talking. He was talking about like a lot of live stuff, and uh, I think that'll be our next segment here. But um, it was uh, it was weird, man. It was it was weird to hear him talk that way, the way he was talking and his demeanor. It had changed from the last time I actually met him. So the very first time I met him was completely different. It was a party animal. He was, you know, all about the, the party, mm-hmm. shots and, and drinks. And um, so I, anyway, I walked up to him. I said, hey, Uncle Fee's going to ask you some questions. He's like, of course, you know, like, what do you want to know? And you know, I was just asking him, I was talking to him. 
I said, you know, the weird thing is when I met you about 10 years ago, I was about 21, okay, no, 15 years ago, about 20, 20, yeah. I was like about 23, 24. About 20 Feet, years ago. Travel, travel theory I just started. Um, I was like, I met you at uh, Cane's here in San Diego, California. And we talked, in the, uh, I was hanging out in the green room and you were, you were there, you were partying. And the first thing he said was, I was probably drunk. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I think you were because you were offering drinks to everybody. He goes, yeah, yeah. And he was like, yeah, it was just, he goes, brother, it was probably just a bad time. You know what I mean? Like it was probably one of those times that I, I wasn't really proud of. Wow. And I was like, boom. Like, so it automatically it takes away anything I've ever thought about him and his demeanor and everything that his interviews after that um, had shown me. You know what I mean? Like, because you have this, the first impression, first impressions matter to you guys? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Are I they everlasting? So. No. No. You got to give somebody a second shot. Exactly. Is it like that? Again, the second shot. Everybody has a bad day, you know, and that first yeah. impression, they may have had a bad day that day. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's different. For me, first impressions kind of matter because that's, that might be the only time I ever meet you, right? Right. And then, yeah, true. And uh, uh, so, and I always think for my first impressions, or the, the way you're gonna meet me is the way you're gonna see me later, anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. So if I'm drunk now, chances are I might be a little drunk later. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> even if you see me ten years ago, ten later, ten, ten years from now. You know what I mean? So anyway, so we get to talking, and he, he just he tells me that you know. He went through like uh, some humbling moments uh, in his life, and um, that he was on like this new new truck. Uh, but it's been a, it's been a, it's been a while. It's been a while. It hasn't been like recently. It's been like the last years, ten years maybe. You know, so I met him fifteen years ago. So the last ten years is like his new uh, truck of life. You know what I mean? Like realizing who he is and um, his power over the community. Um, that's what I was, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, that's think it might be you know knowing his place right now right uh, in that music scene the the um, the impression that he's leaving on other performers right you know this is that the, and that's, what and he that's, wants yeah. as a role model and, that, and that's the thing too is um so we get to that 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 segment i said so i heard a story where you gave like morgan heritage and told him to you know take j-book and he goes well i did that for a couple of people and i was like really he's yeah there's a couple of people out there that are now probably bigger um but I, I always dish off, you know, uh, assistance from other musicians in the, in the industry. He said, I would just take them and say, hey, don't don't utilize me. I'm cool. Like, go and you help this individual. because I, grow. I, I Yeah, like, I feel like it would help them be better. I can't teach them anymore. Like, you could probably teach them more. Right. And I, uh, you know what I mean? Like, dude, like that's, damn. That's solid right there. That yeah. is solid. But, it, it, you know, it all, it all coincides because... That's what Gramps said on uh, the morning ride yeah. when they had that interview. Yeah. That Gramps has told told um, you know Q and them that hey, uh, don't worry about me, I'm good. Um, go check out J Bug and help him. Yep. And you know, and Morgan and Pop said Gramps had said uh, you know, like he he heard J Bug and it wasn't like J Bug was vocally talented like Fiji. Mm-hmm. It was just a different sound, and then he cultivated that sound into what J Bug could become. Right. right, and that's. I mean, you can only imagine like Common Kings might be like that, or whoever else is out there. And then he got into this whole, like I said, self-discovery thing, which was a good conversation. I thought it was an amazing, uh, amazing thing to hear from him because, um, at that age, what it maybe like fifty? What do you think Fiji is? Man, I don't know. Maybe late forties, early fifties, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But to say like I'm still now discovering myself. That's huge, man. Like that's that's a huge thing to say as a as an adult. But I understand that. Like I understand like that might be a growing process, and I feel like that should be every individual out there in the world anyway. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Uh, you're always learning. You're always learning. Um, there's always lessons in life, um, no matter how old you are, or how old you're getting. There's always those lessons in life that uh, you're gonna come across. If you shut yourself off and say, okay, I'm at where I need to be in my life, you're going to miss out. You know, if you keep your, your mind open, your heart open, you're going to learn something about yourself for sure. Yeah. As you get older, because you, you, you can't, you can't avoid it. I mean, you mature. Yeah. You know, you're mature and, and your, your view on life and other things around you, where you may have seen something one way as you get older and your mind matures and your uh, 
life experience changes, right. you're going to see it a whole different way. Yeah. You know, and, and recognizing that as a person by yourself, it is huge. You know, it, it, it does teach you a lot. Do you ever those moments in C with, um, where you're like looking at yourself and you're like, God damn, man, like three years ago, I probably wouldn't have said this shit. I, I probably wouldn't have not even thought about this or I would have reacted different. Mm-hmm. And then you're oh, just yeah. like, yeah, not worth it, man. Like, let, me, let, me, let me tuck this back in. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely. I mean, just especially with uh, just kind of the way I react to things now. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff isn't that serious. Right. And in, in retrospect, when you, in the heat of the moment, I used to be very much a heat of the moment type guy. Okay. And uh, sometimes, like, if it, if it really got to me, like, I probably, you know, blow a little bit off, off, off the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, man, it's like, sucks you know whatever situation you're in right. but it's like all right man well so let me it's, ask it's you because you've it's never like, been like one that invests too much concentration on things that are not worth your time oh, no, at all definitely not. right but as you're getting older do you do you sit there and, and think to yourself you know what let me invest some time and see if it's actually worth more of my time
so you know as i said shit like that as you get all that experience you you tend to take a step back and reevaluate things more. well yeah. let me ask you a question so i, I think i kind of knew that you didn't like your head touch um i didn't know that uh but like okay so when you hop sometimes you know it's head to head and you it's a different thing though. But that's a that's it's a, it's a whole different thing, yeah. Okay, so yeah. in in terms of endearment then it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know that you know get the guy to walk up behind you and just grab you by the head and shake your head. Yeah. You know like when you're a little kid, you know, you have an uncle come away and they shake your head and mess up your hair and stuff like that. I never liked that stuff. Like, I never did. But I'm older now and I've had people come up and like cuz I shave my head now they'll come up and rub my head. Hey. I don't flip out like I used to. I just, all right. And I get it. You know, my head's all smooth. You want to come up and rub my head? All right. Ha ha. You know, and I might even, hey, you know, like, hey, that's it. No more. I might let him get away once, twice. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's not like it was before, but that's that self discovery thing where you learn stuff about yourself, but you're learning about the effect that it has on other people too. Some of your behavior. You, you know, yeah. the beauty, the beauty about that though is like when you do it like on, on your own time. What? Okay. Well, before we get into there, right, let's just do self-discovery. Uh, before we get into that segment, once again, you're on Island Block Radio, powered by Dash. Dash. Uh, this next segment is brought to you by PIFA San Diego. Hey. We're going to be there on 1600 Vacation Road. Uh, this weekend, 21st and 22nd, the biggest Islander event mainland Ooh. that we could say. They say nationwide, or uh, they, that would include Hawaii, but... I don't nah, know, man. I don't know. is pretty huge. No, Fastpack fast 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 is different. Yeah, it floats around. That's every floor. But I don't know if Hawaii has a uh, an Islander event like that. But you know what I mean? Like, they have a cold concert. They have one concert. I mean, it, the, it, it the was major so, rage. Yeah, exactly. The major the rage. Major rage. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. Shout I, out to I, I would say, I would say, I would say uh, Mainland. That's Rich D's new nickname, yeah. man. Rich major rage. If anybody's rage. listening to this right now, if you see Rich, call him Major. Hey, I'm just telling you right now. And if you do that, you're not invited to the goddamn party. <laughs> you ain't but, getting backstage, tell you that shit. But Bon Napoleon is. And, and I saying. ain't no growing out of that. Ain't no self-discovery going to help you in that motherfucker. <laughs> All right, man. Not FIFA. invited. All right, PIFA. All right. So, once again, uh, PIFA San Diego, 21st, 22nd. Starts at 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, that's and then Sunday you have the Katinas come there. Oh, yeah. uh, man, oh, yeah. they're they're gonna be uh, doing hosting the worship on that Monday or Sunday morning, Sunday. Uh, eight th- eight o'clock to nine o'clock. Mm. So eight, oh, eight, wow. eight to eight thirty will be acoustic and also worship, and then eight thirty to nine will be full band. You say Ooh. worship or worship? Worship. Right? Am I saying worship. that right? Worship. 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 Not worship. Yeah, worship. I'm thinking worship. Well, they're gonna be like with an O, right? Yeah. Yes, correct. But it's worship. It's not worship. Worship's a whole. He's war. thinking like war. Okay, well, I'm yeah, saying yeah. it the same way I think you're saying it. No. Yeah, well, because you're dumb. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, someone else has got to kick down the fucking backstage. <laughs> you ain't invited either, motherfucker. I don't have to be. <laughs> oh, man. Worship, bro. Worship. I'm just saying because you said. That's why I said worship. 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 War. Yeah, you're saying war. W A R. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's saying. Worship. Yeah. Worship? Yeah. Worship. It's the same shit for me. I don't know. Sorry, man. Maybe I can't say my fucking O's. You can't say vowels? I guess not. <laughs> A-E-I-O-U, right? Like, Can war? you say more? What? More. More. Poor. Poor. Not or. Door. Huh? Door. 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 Floor. Floor. War. War. Ship. Ship. Worship. Worship. <laughs> Kiss my <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this show. All right. Whatever. Uh, we love you, man. I'm not fuck with me. I, I can't it. say worship. 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 All right, man. Vowel, uh, sounds like a new problem you need to discover in life. Yeah, you need some self-discovery with your uh, vowels. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, okay, self-discovery. We're going to jump into that a little bit. Uh, we've kind of been talking about like indigenous stuff, so uh, just to like have that conversation about uh, other things that happens around the barbecue time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, self discovery. Uh, so I also had this uh, uh, conversation with Fiji was about self discovery. He was, you know, like I said, late late forties, late fifties, um, 
And I, and I thought it was an amazing thing t- for him to say, no, I'm just, I'm just finding myself right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, man, at 40, 50? Like, but I feel like that's a never, never ending thing. But also, it's in, it's also something that you have to dive into as well, which a lot of people never do. Right. Which they, was, just, they just live. Right. Like, you go through your 9 to 5, and you kind of, like, just do your thing. Um, you might be a quiet person. You just kind of accept that you're a quiet person. Mm-hmm. You know, you're good at sports, and you just accept that you're good at sports. Um, but you never, like, dive into, like, who you are, why, what makes you tick. Mm-hmm. Um what, what what things you appreciate in your life and what, what you don't appreciate. You know what I mean? Like, and you don't, you, we don't really express that. And that's never been a big thing, I think, within the history of human beings, right? Like, usually, we're just not like that. At least Islanders. No, definitely not right? like that. My grandfather never talked about um, the war, internment camps, all that stuff until he, until I made him tell me. Right. Right. He kept it in. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if that's self-discovery, but I think there was. But I, for me, I, I believe at one moment when I told him I want to know, I need to know, because if you die, that's it. Lost, yeah. It's lost with you. And so he told me. But I feel like that was a self-discovery moment for him. What? I wonder if he was waiting. What do you mean? Like, like, like you weren't ready for it yet. Until you came to him at that. No, point. no, I don't. I don't think it was that. Because I think my grand, or I don't think I know my my uncles and my aunts had asked him, oh, and he okay. said he would never tell him. He would never talk about it. No, it, was it was just wasn't something that he wanted to talk about. He didn't want to relive it. He didn't want anybody to experience the emotion and the time that he he spent there. I could feel. I mean, I, I only right. heard. I and so when I told him that, I said, "You got to understand. Like, if you die." And it's not there. It's gone with you. Like your grandkids, your great grandkids are never going to know. Right. It's yeah. all gone. It's a, that's a story that, that, yeah, everybody coming up after right. that. And I think, I, and I think in, in my head, I'm thinking like he had a self-discovery moment. Like if I, it's true. Like if I don't think, if I don't tell my, my grandson, then my grandkid, great grandkids won't know. And then I'm done. Like my history's done. So he told me, and I listened to him, and I would ask this question. I'm like, what about this? Well, what about that? And you could see the frustration on his face. Like, he didn't want to tell me, but he's like, well, you know, you just kind of, you kind of deal with it. You know, you just kind of fucking go with it. So, and, and he's like, I'm like, what? Like, and, I'm, and then I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm, you know, it's over a course of time. So anyway, self-discovery. Um, I'm young, girl. Like I'm 37 now, um, yeah, decently young. I found I found like self-discovery about like 34, 35. And that's when you met me. Yeah, and that was when I was like, God, I gotta really that's discover. I gotta sc- discover patience within myself. I deal with this guy for hey, day. no matter how you say it, bro, you're welcome. But but it was you're it was welcome. it was like it was one of those things where it's like dive into who who you are. Uh, accept who you are. Change what you what you don't like about yourself. Stop blaming other people about yourself, and then figure how you figure out how you do it. Yeah. And then accept help when you need it. Right. Yeah. Uh, Twisted, you're older, a little bit older than us. Yeah, I'm a little what bit older. Like, how old are you? I'm uh, 47 years old. So 10 years. So me and you between 10 years. Be 48 next month sometime. But that generate that generational gap of yeah. ten years in our era is actually significant because here in, in San Diego, Southeast San Diego, mm-hmm. that's a big time shift. Yeah, huge. it is. Yeah, um, you know, it, it, it's a trip, dude. It it, it, it is a we say ten years, but at the same time, it's uh, it's one of the things. What I found is, you know. Growing up, like say this new school for an example, uh, you know you've got the sixth graders. When you're in elementary school, oh, the sixth graders are the big kids, right? Top dog too. Yeah, you get to junior high, oh, you got the eighth. Oh, those are the ninth grade lockers, and you know high school, same thing. But when you get out of school, none of that shit matters. Even playing field, yo. It is. You guys are all adults, and you find yourself with people that were a few years older than you. 
And then yeah. later on, even a few years younger than you. And you're all adults and you mix in the one group. You yeah. have to. Yeah. And, you know, especially when it comes to like a family like us, you know, it's. I, I could go and hang with the Monoku guys and get along with them. I've always gotten along with older people. I could drop down and guys your age and still hang and, and get along. Where I'm having problems at is with that new young generation that we have. Just because it is what it is. And I've always looked at stuff like I don't have to be cool for you because you're a teenager. Yeah. And, you know, and I've already you're that much younger than me. And if I find myself having to be cool for you so that you accept me, I'm a damn loser. You know what I mean? All right. I'm just going to be me. You got to impress me. If you're cool enough for me. But see, to, to me, no, no, at the like same time. What I, what I look at it, you got you to gotta impress me in a way that if you're cool, and I don't mean like, yeah, you know, the, I mean, as a good person, as a mature minded young cool. person. I can see that we'll get along. Okay, well, let me say this: like, not that they have to be cool for you, but I would hope that you're just yourself. Yeah. I hope you. I hope you're not trying to impress me because it's not going to be impressive. Exactly. Yeah. I, that, that's what that, I'm though. saying. You can kind of feel that, like, it's not genuine. Uh, people come across when they're trying to basically please another person's personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can kind of tell them, and like. But I mean, you've had guys that are. Been oh, for like sure. That. Yeah. I mean, in the music industry, you'll find them everywhere. <laughs> no, don't <worry. laughs> I can yeah. name a couple. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> just with that, it's like, you don't got to fake it, bro. Like, but, the, yeah. I mean, what do you do with with, the, with that situation? What do you guys do? What do you guys I mean, do when you have a situation where you, you feel the authenticity is not there, but you feel like they're, they're a great person or a great kid? You want to help them into that self-discovery. Like, hey man, dude, I'm at that crazy. I'm at that point in my life and that age where I see it, I let it go the first time. Second second meeting, they're doing the same thing. I'm pulling them aside. I'm like, look, man, what do you do, Vince? Oh uh, man, so actually, quick story. I mean, this dude at work, I've been working with him for like four, four, yeah, four years now. Um, came, uh, turned, you know, he's like maybe thirty two years old. Right okay, and so he's older. He's yeah. a season. He's a season. But when he came, it was his first job. Wow. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. So he's. Uh, he didn't really know how to like interact with like people at work in the office, and you know he came. He was very timid. And then I kind of I kind of broke him in just like in, a, in like in a playful way. I'm like like you know shoot the shit and like and and kind of take him under the wing. Like yo, bro, like you can you don't have to be like that. Like we're just normal, normal people. Like I, mean, I know we're here at work. We gotta have a like a professionalism, but you know we're normal people outside. And right. so, like, but now, man, he's like going, willing to go out everywhere and just kind of experience life a little bit more. So I'm like, yo, things like that, man. I think that's how I approach the situation. Mm. Like if I can tell, like you're kind of timid or kind of scared or, yeah. um, you know, I, just, I, out I, I have to bring, I have to bring the the real me out and be like, so. Hey, man, Okay, so what about you? Have you had your your moments of self discovery? Have you have you had any key moments? Like key moments where you're like, you know what, man? Oh yeah. Maybe maybe I suck at that shit. Like maybe I should stop doing that. I mean, like just in life, or yeah, just in life. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, man, definitely, man. Uh, after my after my uh, my past passed, my past passed. I mean, you kind of. Kind of took all those lessons or whatever the small things that he would say, yeah, and like kind of it kind of came into my my life that way, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay, start now triggering. I now I get it, and yeah. you know, unfortunately, it took me that to that point, but you know, um, I get it, and you know, people may like it or not like it, and but yeah. one of his things was like, don't do it everybody needs you to do for them, right? So, you know, as long as you're good, man. he said, always be good to people, but. Don't stress yourself out over what people need from you. Yeah. And do what you can. Yeah, do what you can. And, you know, make sure you're not being abused in, in that way. Uh, yeah, man, it's always just, yeah, a lot of lessons still, man, even coming up right now. Uh, I think, though, like I was 
were saying before, the way I react to things kind of played off on that. Um, and one thing on this show, I probably would have never even admitted that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, it's just because, you know, you keep some things private. Um, and then the other ones, you know, you got to share with people so hopefully they can benefit from it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we had that conversation. Uh, I think I talked. I think it was us though. Like, yeah. It was me, you, and then we were talking about the cooler, and then your dad happened to walk up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm a, I'm so, a firm believer in that. Like, you learn you learn the lessons that you've been, that people have been pounding in your head uh, a little late. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. sit there and drill you, and all of a sudden you have these moments in your life. You're, you're like at a baseball game, and all of a sudden your dad's fucking. You're 13. Also, you have a flashback of your dad yelling at you when you're 13, and he's like, "Oh shit, that's what he was talking about." Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I, I know it, the timing may not be correct, but like yeah. when it triggers, man, there's no like greater like feeling than that. Yeah. When you yeah, realize it mean. doesn't go in one ear and out the other, yeah. it goes in and it swirls around in there. Sometimes yeah. it swirls around for some years. Yeah, and again, it, it applies to your life at that point. Yeah, yeah. We have I have those moments, man, for sure. Um, a lot with a lot with the you know, just a lot with random like moments, man. Like yeah. all these self discovery moments. And and once again, I don't think it should be an uh, ending thing. You know what I mean? Like it should you, you should have some time where or the old all the time yeah. where you're just constantly learning. I feel like older guys and older people have always say that same thing. Like you know, like you're yeah. never you never you done never learning. stop learning. You you're always a student in life, man. Okay, so let's do this. One thing um, you guys would say would help any listeners out there on self-discovery, or one saying you go by, one saying: treat everybody good. First impression, even if you never see that person for you don't see that person for years. If your name's ever mentioned or they run into you later on in life and somebody asks, who is it? Man, yes, dude, Rich, man, I met that guy like, damn, like 30 years ago, man. That guy was cool as hell when I met him back then. You know, it's, it's that lasting impression. That's it's, it's a lesson that was given to me. You could use me, Mark. <laughs> um, well, I'm not, I'm not saying that Rich is cool. I'm just, yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Mark could be first time I met that guy. I thought he was cool. Damn, he's a dick. (laughs) (laughs) So first impressions don't mean shit. (laughs) Nah, but uh, you know that was no. Honestly, that that was a lesson that was thrown down to me when I was little, and uh, you know I didn't understand at the time. Then I saw it, not with me, but I saw it with the person who told me, Mm. and I was like, damn. So that helped me. Now when I meet somebody for the first time, you know. It's like we should, right? You treat them with respect. Yeah. Um, you're, you cool, talk with them cool. You talk with them nice and everything. And um, That way, like I said, later on in life, you may run into them. And they'll re- always remember that. That one moment, that's your chance. They'll always remember that. So yeah. that my advice to people out there would be, you know, watch your first impression. Um, how you treat people. Honestly. Whether don't, don't judge that book by its cover. Meet them, treat them with respect, and they'll nice. always they'll always remember that. Fancy, a saying you might be going by, or any listeners that might help them with self discovery. Um, self discovery. Uh, let's see. I mean, um, don't or fight. Is, don't yeah. don't fight for something that's not meant for you. And you you know what it is. I mean, everybody's different, but that person knows what it is. Like not not your fight, or if you know it's not meant to be for you. Yeah, it's kind of like you meant for me. It's not meant to be. Well, Rich still fights for it, but I know I you're fighting hard. Bro. You're, <laughs> I feel like I just want to be loved by you, Rich. I just want to be loved by you. Definitely playing different sports. All right, well, yeah. I mean, that's my that's my advice. People. I mean, you know, 
if it's a uh, if it's not meant for you, man, then then let it go. Mm. It's like so, uh, I get it, dude. Yeah. Go for it. But I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's not meant for you, man. Let it go. Go you try mean, out for a baseball team, and you just can't make the team, dude. You, you need or another you don't, sport. If you don't even like baseball, yeah, you need another sport. Go play I'm not badminton. Don't work hard at stuff. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, if if, it, if you can feel like it's, uh, you know, maybe this is not for me, and you tried everything, you're not cut out for and, it. It's not you know, cut out for you. Yeah, yeah. Just, just let it go, man. Something's that. better in store for you. I'm sure. I get that. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, no, I like that. That's interesting. Thanks, Rich. Yeah. What about you? Um, mine, mine has always been uh, to know who you are. You, you got to know who you, who you to, kn- to know where you're going, you have to know who you are. So it's uh, um, know your roots, know your foundations before you begin to grow. Because otherwise, you're just a, a, um, a tree who's going to, or a, a plant or tree that's going to grow a uh, grove a little bit flimsy and just fall over. So you got you to gotta understand your roots. You got to understand who you are, your passions. Plant that, root that in your foundation. Uh, get those morals up and then go from there. A man without the knowledge of his history is like a tree without its roots. Yeah. That should have been your saying. Yeah, it's a Bob Marley song. It's true. And I didn't know that Bob Marley said that, but yeah, I mean, I that, I'm, a, I'm a, big, uh, a big believer in that. And the reason why is because, um, like I said, Knowing who my grandfather was, who are my family comes from, and our offspring, and like how we got here to America or the Americas, um, it, it, it makes me it makes me prouder of who I am. It makes me accept um, you know the blows of, of saying who I am, and um, very proud. And so as I grow forward. Um, yeah, I'm okay with that. Even if they're like, well, you know, you got to conform this way. No. You don't have to. I don't have to do shit. Right. I'm going to go this way, and if the shit just fucking doesn't grow that way, then I'll grow. I'll keep growing. I know my roots are good. You know what I mean? So I'm growing one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's uh, my saying. And for those listeners out there, man, I hope that you guys, um, we hope that you guys find that self-discovery and, uh, you know, begin to grow and, and be happy with who you are. Yeah. Um, hey, anybody can walk with the crowd, but a real person, real man, creates his own path. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's, well, that's a great talk. That's good. Yeah, man. With that being said, man, happy PIFA weekend. Yeah. PIFA yeah. week. Yeah. And hey, see you guys. Listen to this before PIFA, because I know everybody's stressed out right now. Yeah. Take some self-discovery time, yeah, man. And, you know.